folks, today is Saturday, July 22nd, and there is still not one single solitary peer-reviewed study based on raw evidence that proves that man-made climate whatever exists. I mention this only because I just got back from the grocery store, and we here in North Texas are experiencing a bit of a cold front. See, it's only 96 degrees outside, so it's nice and comfortable for us Texans. And all of those knuckleheads out there who are talking about, oh, global something this and global something that, well, it still, still does not exist. And, and what I'm talking about here uh, is that it, there, it's actually a fact. There is not a single solitary peer-reviewed scientific study based on raw data that can prove that climate whatever exists. Not, not climate cooling, not, not climate warming, not climate nothing that it can't prove that it exists. Now, the, the so-called scientific studies that tend to show that climate whatever exists uh, are all based on computer models, all of them based on computer models. And a computer model, if y'all didn't know this, can be made to say whatever you want. Now, in actuality, uh, even studies based on raw data can be made to say whatever you want. You just have to cherry-pick the data, which has also happened. Now, I've been making this observation on social media for a very, very long time now. And only once has anybody given me a link to a peer-reviewed study based on raw data. Now, the peer-reviewed study based on raw data that they gave me a link to does indeed claim to show global warming. However, that's not enough. It doesn't prove anything, and its methods were flawed. You see, in this particular study, and I don't remember what it is right offhand, but it's the only one that anybody has ever produced for me. Uh, what it did was it uh, referenced a previous study that was also based on raw data. The raw data was data that was collected by these temperature-sensing devices that had been placed uh, all over the United States, and they showed a massive uh, increase in temperature over a certain period of time. Now, these uh, this particular study, uh, and I remember... Uh, this study, because I read about it years ago, this initial study, 
And the, the problem with this initial study was these temperature sensing devices were placed in places that the temperature was going to be ridiculously, insanely elevated. Like the tops of buildings, uh, the roofs of buildings, uh, upon which there was uh, a tar roof. Okay, a tar roof is a, you know, a black top roof and it, ref it it's going to get really, really hot. Similarly, some of these devices were placed in parking lots, black top parking lots in Arizona. Well, you know, those are going to get pretty doggone hot. And, and similarly, so the placement of these devices were uh, rather questionable and very cherry-picked. This is, again, another, uh, another problem with these studies is that none of these studies use data that's available from satellite scanning. They don't use satellite data because satellite data, well, it's, it's much better data and it doesn't support the conclusions that they would like to be able to come to. Satellite data does not support climate whatever. So this second study, the one that somebody actually sent me the link to, referenced this initial study that was flawed based on the uh, devices that it was using. And it said that it corrected for this by sampling data from more of these devices. Well, that doesn't actually really change anything. What you're doing is you're just collecting more flawed data. But, but that's the game that they play. In order to, to make it look like real science, they, they play these little games. This is proof, by the way, that they are not in any way interested in actual real science. They are interested in supporting their agenda. Now, for those of you who do not know, first of all, the reason that I refer to it as climate whatever is because the name has changed multiple times over the decades that I have been alive. Multiple times. And, and these kind of predictions have been actually going on for, for ages. Many, 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 many uh, probably since the beginning of time, frankly, but in the United States, they've been going on for, for quite some time. And when I was coming up, I remember in school, in elementary school, I remember them coming out with uh, them talking to us, teaching us in school about the, the coming ice age and global cooling and how the whole world was going to freeze over if we didn't make changes. And for us, at that age, they were just talking about, you know, us littering. And there was a big push back in those days to, to prevent littering. And rightly so. Rightly so. Um, 
that was back when they had that uh, commercial with the uh, with the Indian who was standing by the highway and somebody's driving by and they throw a can out of their car as they're driving by and they they uh, pan over to the Indian and a little tear comes down the Indian's face and that was that was back then and and again rightly so littering was a problem uh, uh, and waste was a problem. This was back when I lived in Cleveland, Ohio. And I remember that uh, we, we lived very close to Lake Erie. And you weren't allowed into Lake Erie because of the uh, various types of waste, not the least of which was medical waste, you know, uh, uh, like needles and, and, and stuff like that floating around. It was just, it was garbage. And so, and I am completely and totally opposed to people just trashing our, uh, our environment, you know, just throwing trash willy nilly all over the place. There's a place for trash in the house and there is a place for trash in society. And there is a place for literal trash in, in dumps and, and so on and so forth. Um, landfills, etc. So that, that kind of thing I am absolutely opposed to. There, there is, uh, and, and these uh, climate uh, zealots make it seem like if you do not buy into their uh, zealotry, their crisis type constant crisis situation then then you hate the environment so there it's a it's a situation of extremes to where if if you don't believe exactly what they believe then you hate the environment and you want to destroy the environment those are the only two options a a uh, uh, a, a logical fallacy to be sure um, whereas, you know, again, like I support the whole don't mess with Texas thing. And for those of you who do not know, who do not live in the state, the saying don't mess with Texas is actually an anti-litter slogan. Don't throw your trash onto Texas highways. Keep Texas clean. That's what don't mess with Texas is all about. Uh, and it has been, of course, expanded to other things like, you know, quite literally don't with Texas or Texans. It's just a bad idea all the way around. Uh, so anyway, uh, the reason that I refer to it as, as global whatever is because, again, going back to the 70s when I was a kid in elementary school, they were talking about, oh, it's the global cooling and the coming ice age and stuff. And there were there were magazine covers. We had the magazine in our house of uh, beware the coming ice age and all of this garbage. Well, needless to say, none of that occurred. And what was happening in uh, the actual scientific community was, well, the data just wasn't backing it up. So what they did was they pivoted and said, oh, well, it's not global cooling, it's global warming now. Now it's warming up and, oh, global warming is going to destroy the, and, and, and the whole, we're going to burn and the, all of society is going to dis, and then you had 
stupid movies because the media they're all part of the same network it's it's all one big network and the media was doing their propaganda thing pushing this concept um of of global warming and so you had movies like day after tomorrow or something along those lines i think was what it was called where the world floods and and because the, the ice caps have melted and stuff like that which in and of itself is uh, completely and totally unscientific does not happen it it is it is a matter of physics where if you have a volume of water and 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 whether it's ice or whether it's liquid water it doesn't matter it's the same volume of water the volume does not change so and and that's just science it's fact it's absolute fact. Now, what they believe in, and oh well, of course, then after after that, when the evidence started piling up that global warming actually doesn't exist, then they decided to pivot again and straddle the fence and just call it climate change. Well, yeah, the climate changes. Yes, that's nobody is arguing that, and and so they have climate deniers. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's their that's their epithet. That's their N word for people who disagree with them uh, with regards to their uh, their climate zealotry. Um, you're a climate denier. No, no, I don't deny that there's a climate, nor do I deny that it is changing. The climate has always changed from the very beginning of time. It has changed forever and ever. It has always changed, and it will continue to change, and it will continue to have absolutely nothing whatsoever to do with human activity. And you cannot prove that it has anything to do with human activity unless you program a computer to prove it for you. And you know what, doggone it, that's not really proof. That's not evidence. And, and the, larger, the larger view of this entire situation, this charlatan, uh, charlatanry, I don't know if that's a word, but it is now. This charlatanry, uh, this is the exact same charlatanry that they used with the COVID scam. Uh, in that what they do is they get a whole bunch of, not even a whole bunch, just an, a, a, an elite, an oligarchy of high priests in white coats that have, uh, uh, that have advanced degrees in science, and they parade them in front of the propaganda news outlets all saying the same thing, all in lockstep. And that is what they call the science. Capital T, capital S, with a trademark at the end. The science trademark. That is their religion. All right? It is, it is not real science. Real science follows evidence. Real science does not care about agenda. It does not care about the outcome except in as much as the outcome must be true. The science does not care about the truth. 
They care about only their agenda. They only pay attention to that evidence which points in the direction they want it to point. Anything that points otherwise is immediately attacked. It is attacked, it is lambasted, and if, it, if that doesn't work, then it is censored and silenced so that no opposing viewpoint... And then, then they come out with this garbage of settled science. Oh, the science is settled. Or they talk about how a plurality of scientists agree. That's not how science works, folks. Okay? Science works very much like, is it true or is it not true? Is there evidence to support it or is there not evidence to support it? But there is no such thing as, well, we all voted on it and we all agree, so that's the truth. No, no. The truth is not settled by a vote. Reality, reality is not dependent on a majority rule. Reality is just reality. The truth is just the truth. It is either the truth or it's not. That's it. It's black and white. Oh, well, the, the real reality is not black and white. Yes, real reality is black and white. Actual, concrete, objective truth is 100% black and white. It's either true or it's not true. And now you're saying, well, they've got their, and you don't have your PhD or LMNOP or EIEI. No, I don't have, I do have a degree in science. Yes, I do. Which is more than I can say for a lot of people. It's more than I can say. Certainly, uh, I have a higher degree in science than um, John Kerry. I have a higher degree in science than Leonardo DiCaprio. I have a higher degree in science than Greta Thunberg. I have a higher degree in science than the vast majority, well, than all of the uh, Hollywood elites that talk about their uh, climate change and global whatever. So, yes, I outrank them when it comes to, and, and so then you can, well, then you've got these guys and they have PhDs and, you know, they said, well, two things. First off, a, an advanced degree, a degree of any kind. So bachelor's, master's, doctorate, doesn't matter. A degree of any kind does not guarantee veracity. For those of you who do not know, like you liberals who are listening, who do not know what veracity means, it means the truth. So just because you have a degree in anything doesn't mean you're going to tell the truth about it. Next thing, a degree does not guarantee altruism. In other words, a degree does not guarantee that you are going to work in the best interest of society at large. Quite, it, it does not change human nature. Scientists, the vast majority of scientists out there, 
are employed by people. They are paid by people. And they are paid to say certain things. Very few scientists out there are actually paid to find out the truth. Let me say that again. Very few scientists out there are actually paid to find out the truth. Now, all scientists should be interested in finding out the truth. That's true. But on the same, you know, in the same manner, all human beings should be interested in doing the right thing and treating their neighbor correctly, loving their neighbor as themselves. However, we know that that is not the case. That is not reality. No, the vast majority of scientists out there and more and more scientists out there, they're going to say exactly what they are paid to say. They are going to arrive at the results that they are paid to arrive at. And that is especially the case with the global zealotry. And that is certainly the case with covid Basically, that is the case with the science cult. And, and, and when you have people like Tony Fauci out there saying, I am the science. No, you're a shill. You're a liar. He is a high priest, certainly, of the science cult. But he has no interest in actually, you know, in actual real science. No, no, he has a lot of interest, however, a huge, massive financial interest in telling us what he wants us to know and what he wants us to believe so that we will behave the way he wants us to behave. And I want to point out one more little itty-bitty thing while we're talking about the science, okay? Every single, regardless of whatever the crisis happens to be, it doesn't matter what the crisis happens to be, whether it's one of these science crises, whether it's a, a political crisis or whatever, it doesn't matter. When the left is pushing a, a crisis of any kind, the answer is always the same. The answer is always disempowering the general populace and giving more and more power to a central government. That is always their answer. You will never, ever hear the left saying what we need to do is increase individual liberties and freedoms in order to solve this problem. You will never, ever, ever hear them say that. And the reason that you will never hear them say that is because they, as the government, have a vested interest in taking away your personal liberties and freedoms because the left is about one thing and one thing only, and that is subjugation and slavery. That is what the left is about. This is no longer about this, this is no longer about politics. This is not about policy differences. 
okay? It's, it's not politics anymore, folks. This is about good versus evil. Now, granted, yes, one political party has aligned themselves with evil. There is no question about that. And, well, actually, now both parties, uh, members of both parties have aligned themselves with evil. Certainly the Democrat Party, the left, are all in on evil. And if anybody within their ranks like, say, Joe Manchin, Kristen Sinema, um, Robert Kennedy Jr., these individuals, if they don't toe the line, then they are removed, they are ostracized and extricated from, their, uh, from the ranks of the left. They are no longer Democrats. They are no true Scotsmen. They need to be removed. They're, they're, they're uh, um, apostates. And so, but and you, you also have quite a few people on the right, like your Mitt Romneys, like your John Cornyns, um, that are very, very much uh, Mitch McConnell. Um, I'm going to say, uh, uh, I almost said Paul McCartney, uh, Kevin McCarthy, these rhinos out there, uh, they are part of the same group. They just, perform a different purpose within the organization. So that's, that's the whole situation with the, uh, uh, global whatever type of thing. And I, I just wanted to, to point out that still to this day, there is not one single solitary uh, peer-reviewed scientific study based on raw data that proves that climate whatever is caused by man. Next thing I want to talk about is a tweet that I ran across today on Twitter by Texas's own version of uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, our own, very own Francis, Robert Francis O'Rourke, known to the idiots that believe in him and the uh, idiots in the press as Beto. For those of you who do not know, Beto is short. It's basically the Spanish version of Bob. All right. There is not a Hispanic bone in Francis's body. Not, not even a little bit. Again, his real name is Robert Francis O'Rourke. But so that he could have a shot at a... Democrat career or a career as a Democrat politician in Texas, he gave himself the nickname Beto and started running as a, uh, as a politician using that moniker. Now, he, there is a whole story behind how his family started calling him that or some such BS, but it is exactly that. It is BS. His name is Robert Francis O'Rourke. I like to call him Francis. 
because that's his freaking name. And uh, so anyway, Francis references, he retweets a tweet by J. Root. And, and uh, this tweet can be found, it's uh, uh, at B-Y-J-A-Y-R-O-O-T. That's his, uh, by J. Root. And it's a July 21st uh, uh, post. And the post says, This is a photo of a baby being passed through concertina wire near Eagle Pass, Texas yesterday. One of four. And Beto reposts this. He, he retweets it. And I'm sorry, Francis retweets this. And he says... This is what Abbott is doing. This is why we have to stop him. Now, and and it shows, and it's a very tight shot of an apparently Hispanic individual handing a baby under concertina wire to the hands of an apparently Hispanic female. They look like female hands. Uh, And so, yeah, it does appear to be exactly what uh, this individual says it is. However, however, I am not at all convinced that this is a real photo of that. I am very suspicious that this was a staged photo that what they did was they found some concertina wire and it might actually be it does look like it's around the eagle pass area the 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 soil in that area does look like it's around eagle pass it could very well be i mean and i'm not you know it could be a real actual photo of that uh occurring however i am not I'm not convinced that it is real. It could very well be staged. A lot of the stuff that the propaganda outlet puts out for the public is just simply staged. It's not real. It's it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all created for a narrative. And you can't see this guy's face. You can't see the female's face. All you can see, you can't see the baby's face. Hell, I don't even know if that's a real baby. That could be a doll. There's, there's no telling, you know, this whole thing could be staged and it would not surprise me at all if, if this was fake. All I'm pointing out is because that's not the flaw that I want to focus on. If I had time and I really wanted to spend time looking at this and breaking it down and, and verifying that that's actually the type of wire that is being used by the Texas National Guard. Um, this is not, by the way, uh, part of the uh, part of the floating uh, obstacle that is being placed in uh, the Rio Grande to prevent people from coming over. But either way doesn't matter whether it's staged or whether it's not. What I want to point out is the premise, the logical fallacy involved in this post. 
there is zero actual logic to this post. There is zero actual reason to this. And this goes to the point that the left does not operate from logic. It does not operate from reason. It cannot operate from logic or reason because logic and reason point towards reality. And if there is one thing, one thing that the left hates, hates more than anything else, it is reality. The left despises reality. And so, that being the case, that being the case that they cannot use logic or reason in their argumentation, they must, they are forced to, use emotion. They appeal to emotion in order to make their arguments. Now, that appeal to emotion is a logical fallacy. And it only appeals to mushheads who are incapable of rational thought for the most part. Now, there are very tender-hearted, well-meaning people who are capable of rational thought who look at something like this and go, oh my goodness, isn't that just terrible that this is going on and this is just a shame and why can they, this is just awful and we need to do something about this. And that's what they want to stir up. They want to stir it up, that, that, that emotion and emotionalism, they want to stir that up in these so-called independents, what I like to refer to as low information voters, people who do not keep track of this kind of thing on a constant basis like I and other people do. Rather, people who, you know, are voters, but they are not ideological voters. And, and, and so this is to stoke the fires of emotion in those individuals. So because they are trying to target people like that, I too am trying to target people like that, but I am trying to target people like that with reason, with logic, and that being the case, I'm going to point out a couple of things. The very, very first thing I am going to point out is that Beto and Mr. Root and those like-minded are going off of the premise that all of these illegal aliens who are flooding our border deserve to be here. That they have a right to enter this country at all. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to assure you this. They do not. They do not have a right to enter this country. Just because they come from an economically poor country does not give them the right to come to an economically wealthy country. It does not. 
allow me to give you an example of this. Just because I make less than $100,000 a year at my job does not give me the right to go to North Dallas and just move in to somebody's home who makes a million dollars. It does not. Oh, but they're coming from very, very poor places. It doesn't matter. That does not matter. You see, their countries are poor because their countries employ the very governmental model that the Democrat Party would like to put into place here in the United States. We actually have proof of this if you look at Democrat-run cities, even here in Texas. If you look at Democrat-run anything, they are third-world shitholes. Every single solitary one. Every single solitary one. You will not find, let me say this again, you will not find a Democrat-run city that is not a crap hole. Now, do they have certain uh, elite areas that are very rich? Yes, they do. But they have massive, widespread areas that are insanely poor. Every single solitary one. Nowhere, I repeat, nowhere, no Democrat-controlled area are you going to find widespread economic abundance. Nowhere. Nowhere. You cannot point to a single place, not one. Okay? Look at Detroit. Look at Chicago. Look at Los Angeles. Look at New York. Look at San Francisco. Look at Houston. Look at San Antonio. All of these places. Look at uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. Look at Washington, D.C. All of these places are third world crap holes. To a varying degree. But all of them are. Some of them are much worse than others. Like... Uh, uh, San Francisco is much worse off than Houston. That's true. But that's because we have a Republican-run state government that mitigates the damage that the Democrats in Houston can do. Whereas that is not the case in San Francisco. There is nothing that can mitigate the damage that Democrats can do in San Francisco, and thereby it is much further gone. The same thing can be said about Chicago or Detroit or New York City or Los Angeles. There is nothing to mitigate the damage that they can do in those societies. So, 
Again, the reason that these illegals, their countries, are third world crap holes is because their governments run a model exactly the same as Democrats would like to put in place here. It is not because we here in the United States are rich. None of their problems in Honduras, in Ecuador, in Mexico, in wherever, any you pick any impoverished nation, none of their problems are because some other nation is wealthy. None of their problems are because some other nation is wealthy. Okay? I do not make less than $100,000 a year because somebody in North Dallas makes a million dollars a year. I do not. I don't make less than $100,000 a year because the CEO of my company makes more money than I do. I do not. It's a fact. Okay? So, I do not have a right to live in a $5 million, $100 million, $200 million mansion. I don't have that right. Likewise, these poor people who are coming to our country illegally do not have a right to be here. The, the left in this country and in the West, the left in the West have created this fallacy of economic asylum seekers. You don't understand. You can seek asylum in this country. I have no problem with people seeking asylum in this country if they are under threat of death by a corrupt government. If they are being hunted down and extinguished based on their ethnicity or their religion or some other stupid reason, then yes. Like, say, oh, I don't know, Christians in Ukraine or Christians in North Korea or China or Africa or South America or Muslims in China. I don't have a problem with those who are being actually oppressed, those who are being put in concentration camps, like, say, people uh, in Australia who did not get their COVID shots. I do not have a problem with those people coming over to the United States because they are coming over to, you, to the United States in order to be free. They're not coming over to the United States to be rich. They're coming over to the United States to be free and to take a shot at the American dream. Okay, And the American dream is not equity. 
The American dream is not equity. The American dream is you come over here and you have a shot, the same shot as everybody else, to be better than what you are right now. There is no official oppression of anybody. Allow me to say that again. There is no official oppression of anybody under the Constitution of the United States that would hold them back from attempting to make their life better. This does not say you have a right to a better life. You do not have a right to a better life. You do not have a right to a better life. You have a right to a shot at a better life. Okay? That's the difference between equality and equity. You have an equality, you have an equal opportunity. You do not have a right to equality of outcome. You simply do not. So this entire concept of these illegals having a right to come here in the United States in the first place is complete fallacy. It's a total lie. It's a lie. Now, the next major point that I would like to point out that is flawed with this particular post from our own uh, AOC, as a BOR, or as I like to call him, Francis, here in Texas, our own political idiot, our politiate, Francis, is that this is what Abbott is doing. This is what Abbott is doing. You know what? I don't see Governor Abbott anywhere in that photograph. What I do see in that photograph is I see two people, ostensibly, assuming this photograph is real. Let's assume this photograph is real. These are two border crossers, two illegal border crossers. What I see is two criminals, and they are criminals because they are breaking the law. If you break the law, by definition, you're a criminal. I know there's a lot of folks out there who don't like, but this goes back to the whole they don't have a right to come into this country. If you are entering this country illegally, you are a criminal. Doesn't matter if you just want a better life. Doesn't matter if you're a hard worker. If you are breaking the law, you're a criminal. That's it. That's all. Nothing else. By definition, you're a criminal. They are breaking the law. They are criminals. So, I see two adult criminals handing an infant through concertina wire. The question now becomes, who is actually putting the child in danger? Again, Governor Abbott is not there. He is not pushing that baby through concertina wire. No, the two criminals are pushing the baby through concertina wire. The two criminals are the ones who are putting the baby at risk. 
not Governor Abbott. All right. This is just like, let's say, a couple who have a child, a little baby, want to live in a nice big mansion. And they, but it's not their mansion, it's somebody else's mansion. But they want to live there because, doggone it, they think they deserve it simply because, well, they exist. They exist, and so they deserve to live in a nice, fancy mansion. So what they do one night is they break a window, and one of them crawls through, and then the other one hands the baby through to the first one through the broken window pane. Who is putting the baby at risk? Is it the owner of the home? Who is putting the baby at risk because they lock their doors such that these people who do not live there could not just walk in through the front freaking door? No, no, no. It is the criminals who are handing the baby through the broken window. Likewise, it is the criminals who are breaking in to this country illegally who are putting the baby at risk. But, Doc, you might say, Oh, they're just seeking asylum, and maybe they are coming from a situation where their lives are in debt. If that is the case, then there is a legal procedure that they can follow to be let into the country legally. Oh, yeah. They could come in through a regular port of entry if they are indeed actually refugees of one type or another, but they're not. And again, economic asylum is just simply not a thing. And just because you say it is doesn't make it so. Just because somebody in a government office says it is does not make it so. Just because somebody with a PhD says it is does not make it so. Okay, just because a PhD, if, 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 a, if somebody with a PhD in mathematics says 2 plus 2 is 5, they're still lying. There is no such thing, no such thing, there is no such thing as economic-based asylum. There's none, because basically what that is, is it's just a Marxist argument. My argument is that somebody who is poor deserves to have a bunch of money. Well, upon what do you base it that? Well, because they're poor. And it's not fair that they're poor and somebody else is rich. And so then they have to come up with the, the complete fallacy that they're poor because somebody else is rich. And in order to do that, you have to create the belief that a global economy is a zero-sum game when it is not that there's only so much money in the world. Well, no, Washington, D.C. proves that every day because they're printing billions of dollars every day. Well, there's all kinds of money all over the place. Granted, it's worthless, but it's there. 
just the very nature of, of economics is it's, it's not a zero-sum game. So no, these people are not poor because we're rich. These people are poor because of their government, because their government is corrupt. That's why they're poor. And if they are indeed fleeing some kind of, you know, situation where their lives are rather being hunted because of their ethnicity or their religion or what the hell ever, because, they, you know, they like to listen to, uh, to listen to Taylor Swift albums, you know, whatever the reason, if they're being hunted down and killed because of whatever then there is a legal way for them to enter the country. I submit that the reason that they are coming in illegally is because they do not have a legal reason to enter the country. So that they cannot legally enter the country. They do it illegally. So again, they are criminals, and again, they are the ones putting the child at risk. Beto, I'm sorry, Francis... He is using the exact same logic that Hamas terrorists use. I'm not, this is not hyperbole either. This is exactly the same logic that Hamas terrorists use when they say that when, when they launch their rockets from a hospital or from a school and they make sure that there are sick people or elderly people and children at the hospital, and they make sure that there are children at the school from which they are launching their rockets, basically using these people as human shields. They want the Israeli military to blow up the school. They want the Israeli military to blow up the hospital so that they can go, See? The Israeli military is responsible for the deaths of all of these people and these children. No. No, Marshal Tucker, they are not. You are. The terrorists are. Because it was the terrorists who put the children and the sick people and the elderly people in the position to be blown up in the first place. This is the exact same argument that, that Francis is making here. I almost, I almost said his stupid BS name. This is the exact same argument that Francis is making. He is making the argument that the person who is trying to protect his home, the person that is trying to protect the state of Texas from an actual honest-to-God invasion is responsible for anything that happens to any of these border crossers. He is not responsible. We, the people of Texas, are not responsible. We are trying to defend our state and what is soon to be our nation from this illegal invasion. So no, Beto. I'm sorry. I keep doing that. No, Francis. No, the people, it, it is not Governor Abbott who is responsible for putting that 
child in danger, if indeed that is a real child. It is not Governor Abbott who is putting those border crossers in danger. No, no, Francis. The person putting them in danger are the people who are doing the crossing, first and foremost. And secondarily, it is people like Francis, and it is the illegal Biden regime who invited them, putting them at risk and in danger. And that's a fact, folks. That is a fact. That is the logic. Oh, well, that's just cold and cruel. And Hey, it ain't me. Again, it's not me. It's not, it's not Abbott. We're trying to secure our border. There is nothing wrong with securing our border. Do I feel bad that these people live in a third world crap hole? Yes, I do. And I wish that they had a free and fair government like that designed under the Constitution of the United States of America. I wish that they did. I wish that their leaders were people of, of good character. But that's not the case. And it's not my fault that it's not the case. Are there things that we can do to help them? Perhaps, maybe. But ultimately, again, this, this is, we, we cannot fix the world. We cannot fix the world. We are not the world's police. And only people, I want to make this very clear, only people who wish to come to the United States and become Americans, who wish to follow the laws of the United States, who wish to become Americans, should be allowed to come. If they are coming over here to live off of welfare, then they don't need to come here. They have no business coming here. Only people who wish to come to the United States and become Americans and live under the laws of the United States should be allowed to come here. This country ain't for everybody, folks. This country is not for everybody. Not everybody can handle it. If you want to live off of welfare, there are literally every other nation in the entire world where you can do that. Just not here. Just not here. All right, folks, if you like what you heard, please share this podcast out there to your friends, your family, and people you think it will annoy if you have. Any questions, comments, concerns, then reach me, reach out to me at the uh, email address for this podcast. That is Doc Bryant Show, all one word, Doc Bryant Show, all one word, at zohomail.com. 
docbryantshow at zohomail.com, z-o-h-o-mail.com. You can catch my videos on bitshoot.com, rumble.com, and odyssey.com, o-d-y-s-e-e.com. But not YouTube, because, well, they wouldn't let me on there anyway. I would last about five minutes on YouTube. They would shut me down almost instantly. And you can, uh, well, like I said, you can get my podcast anywhere you can get podcasts. If you happen to be listening to this podcast on any of those video outlets that I use. All right, folks. Thank you once again for listening, and I will talk to you all later.